this week's episode is really special because we have the first ever guest ever on Real Radiant, and I'm super excited about it. I think you guys are all really going to love her. Her name is Sarah, and her Instagram is Health by Sarah. She is a physical trainer and has a really wide knowledge on all things fitness, how to gain confidence, and so much more. And we really dive into the whole topic of how to have the confidence to start your fitness journey, to start working out, and how working out has helped her gain confidence and like the tips that she has to gain more confidence within yourself, as well as how to stop comparison and how to create daily habits within your life that can really help you. So it's a really, really great conversation. And I think everyone who listens is able to learn something. I know I definitely learned something from her while speaking with her. She was super great to talk to, really knew what she was talking about. And it was just a super fun conversation. She had really good energy. So I think everyone listening is really going to like her. Also, this is our first video podcast. So I'm still navigating the whole Zoom being on YouTube thing, but I think it's it's another really good format for people to listen. So that's also really exciting. And like always, I want to start the episodes with some insight from the Bible just to get us going. And even if you're not a spiritual person or religious person, I think you can still take a little something from this quote and apply it to your daily life. This one comes from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, and it says, For while bodily training is some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. I think this is such a good quote, especially for today's topic, because it is so important to not only focus on your physical training and like trying to work out your physical body, but also your spiritual training. I know for me personally, I forget about that. Like you have to train your spiritual body just as much as your physical body. And I think we all can forget about that. You know, we get wrapped up in the day-to-day life of being busy and trying to get everything on our to-do list done. And we also get wrapped up in like our appearance and what we look like. And we tend to neglect our spiritual body and that the relationship that we have with God or our spiritual relationship also needs to be strengthened and we need to put work into it every day just like we do with working out or with school or anything else that you do like you have to put work into it every single day in order to see results become stronger and just feel better within your daily life so I know that's something that I always tend to forget and just remembering this quote is really important because it's such an important thing to to do you know we our relationship with God or our spiritual relationships and our spiritual bodies are so important and they play such a heavy role in our lives that if we neglect to work them out or strengthen them or put work into them then they'll weaken just like a muscle if you stop working out all of a sudden you will lose your muscle and it's the same thing with your spiritual body so it's a really important thing to remember and I think it's super great for this episode because it taught we talk a lot about confidence and gaining confidence through working out and how to have the confidence to start working out and I think a really great start to all of this is just strengthening your spiritual body because it's like working on yourself from the inside out and um by putting effort into the inside and your spiritual body, it'll show itself on the outside and like radiates, radiate itself through you on the outside. And so 
it's just a really important thing to remember, especially when you're getting lost in the hustle of the day-to-day -day life that we live in. So now getting on to the interview and discussion with Sarah, I love this episode. I love talking with her and I know that all of you guys will too. Hi, everyone. This is Health by Sarah. Sarah, uh, welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for being on. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so Me too. Yeah. Um, so I guess just to get us going and get started and like get the conversation flowing, I wanted to ask you, what is a quote that has really stuck with you and changed the way you think about things? It can be as cliche or corny or whatever, just something that really stuck with you. Yeah, I, I feel like quotes are always kind of like a little bit corny, like they're, they're cute, especially for like motivational ones, but mm -hmm. I like them. So I um, actually have one as my background, but it's you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. I don't know who it's by. I found it on Pinterest, but I just, it resonated with me because I think it's the little changes that we make every day. Um, just trying to be a little bit better every day that kind of add up to those bigger changes. So even just like something as like little as waking up five minutes early to have more time for ourselves. I just think the little daily things are what's most important. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I haven't heard that one yet, but I've been seeing like a lot um, on Instagram more where more people like wellness Instagram people, they're, like they're talking about how like your daily habits incorporate more into like who you are in the future, I guess, like the things you do today leads you to where you are in the future. So that's a really good quote. I think that's good. Yeah. I know I've been seeing something too. It's like, I don't know if it was like a podcast or by somebody, but it's like you try to be 1% better than you were yesterday. And like, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. <laughs> like 1% better. And like, that's just, that's such a small little thing. Like when you think of 1%, it's like, oh, that's really not that much bigger. Like it can just be something totally tiny. So it's not scary. Which I think that's like why that's so important because like, you take that and it's like 1%, but then by the end of the year, that's like 365%. So yeah, exactly. That, that quote and just kind of all of those things. Um, I think it's important. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that's good. So I guess just to get us going, um, you want to give us your background and what kind of like led you into working out and starting your workout journey and fitness and stuff. Yeah. So, um, three years ago, I think in January, I, I've always had just kind of a negative relationship with food and my body just all throughout high school and mm -hmm. even the beginning of college. Um, so I was a, maybe a junior, senior in college and it was a new year's resolution. I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to start working out. Like I, I just want to feel better. I want to feel better about myself. And so I actually started um, Kayla Itzina's sweat program as like a new year's resolution. And um, my sister had said to me, she was like, oh, Sarah, like you should make a fitness Instagram. And I was like, that's oh, kind of scary. Like, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't want people knowing that I'm doing that. I feel so silly. Um, but I did it. And I had met so many people who were also doing like working out with her app and all that kind of stuff. And so I got really into it. And I finally started enjoying working out and like just enjoying how I felt and was starting to do it less for what I looked like and more for just like the feeling and the community and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so then flash forward to uh, the peak of the pandemic when we were supposed to have two weeks off and it ended up being way longer than that. Yeah. I 
was bored. I was in college. I was graduating like in May and all my classes were online. And I was like, I need something to do. So I was like, you know what? I really want to be a personal trainer. I think that would be awesome. So I signed up and got my certification last September and um, have started working with clients online ever since then. And um, I've just really enjoyed it. It's something I'm totally passionate about. And I always think it's so funny that it's kind of started off with like a new year's resolution and it's led me to so much more. So, yeah, that's awesome. I actually, I remember in high school doing Kayla, it's like, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but um, I, I started doing hers. I never got the app, but I found like on Pinterest, I think like screenshots. Yeah. Of, of her, like of her workbook or um, like workout plans and stuff. And I would do them in the garage and they were some of the hardest workouts like I've ever done. Yeah, they were they were so hard because I I had done those in high school too, but then she has like a whole app of like mm-hmm. even more workouts. So yeah, yeah, she was like one of the first fitness people that I saw on Instagram, yep. and like now there's way more people, but like she's one of the big ones. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, so I guess just like going back to what you said about how you were kind of scared to start your fitness Instagram or like start posting about it and stuff. Like, what led you to finally take the push and to actually do it? Um, well, like I said, my sister kind of pushed me into it. She's Mm -hmm. she's younger than me and she's very fearless and she's just like, who cares what people think, Sarah? So Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that. And then I think once that community, like I started having that, like people were commenting saying like, oh, I feel this way too. Or I totally resonate with that. And then I was kind of like, oh, wait, like, like I might be doing something good for other people. I know other people are doing things that are good for me because Mm -hmm. I can feel like a sense of myself and what other people are saying. Yeah. And I think just kind of letting go of like what people thought because I was happy. Um, Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed meeting people. I enjoyed posting about it. And um, I, it's really just, you have to just let that go. Like yeah like this is what I want to do so I'm going to do it yeah like the letting go part is so hard because even with doing this podcast like I was so scared about people seeing it like posting on it or like um putting it on my normal Instagram account like where all my friends family people that I know from high school like them seeing it literally gave me so much anxiety so it takes like a lot of fearlessness I think to just go for it it totally does. And even now, like sometimes my friends from home will like repost it on their story. And I'm like, Ooh, like, <laughs> what are people going to think like for that split second? But then I'm like, yeah. you know what, if they don't like it, I also heard something somewhere. It's like, some like, it doesn't really matter because a person might look at your Instagram and judge it for like, what, like 30 seconds of their day. And then they're mm-hmm. going to move on and probably not ever think about it again. So yeah, it's exactly. kind of just like, if they don't like it, like, oh wow they don't have to follow you <laughs> yeah it's like their problem like people think about themselves more than they're thinking about you so exactly always yeah. always about themselves more than they are about you <laughs> yeah. uh so I guess what tips do you have for women that are just starting out on their fitness journey like with no experience no trainer nothing yeah um so I think a lot of it is we are, I had this conversation with some friends the other day is that we get so, I guess kind of like what we're saying, like nervous about what people are going to think, like going into the weight room or just stepping into the gym um, and what we wear and everything like that. But I just think that something you have to do is just like 
realize everybody starts somewhere. Like nobody starts off, like even Kayla had seen us, nobody starts off knowing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like you just kind of got to go in and learn as you go. Um, so that's one thing, just kind of trying to get over that like hump of like, oh, like everybody's going to laugh at me because as we just said, like nobody's even looking at you. They're just too focused on themselves and people looking at them probably. So I think that's a really big hurdle that I had to kind of get over. um, If that makes sense. Um, And just another thing is that I think we see all of these things on social media, like, oh, you have to lift weights if you want to get muscle, which like, yeah, that's true. But you have to run, you have to do hit, you should do this, you should do that. And we get really caught up in like what we should do. But I think an important thing is like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to go for a walk? Like if that's going to make you feel good, then go for a walk Um, or taking a class with a friend or something like that is, I think you have to start where you're at and start with what you enjoy because that's, what's going to keep you going. Um, If you don't enjoy it, you're going to stop and you're going to give up. So. Yeah, no, that's a really good point because like even because I started working out my senior year of high school, like weightlifting and stuff. And I like would look on Instagram and go look at like all the influencers and stuff in that whole world and industry. And I think like, oh, I have to follow her workout exactly. Or else like, I'm not going to get better. Like I'm not going to improve or like increase my muscle mass right. and stuff like that. But then like after doing that and like seeing the workouts, like I hated doing it. I dreaded doing it every day and like going to the gym and like having to look at somebody else's workout or like think that I have to plan out my workout every single time I go to the gym like before and it would like just it would just take the fun out of it and like make it make you anxious almost and then you don't want to do it and I think a lot of a part of that is too is like we see these people on Instagram or wherever and we're like oh like if I do this I'm going to look like them yeah even if you do that you are still not going to look like them so you might as well do something that you enjoy rather than doing something that you're hating the entire time yeah no that's a really good point because like I see a lot of like I think I've just seen in like videos and stuff where people think that like especially like the what I eat in a day videos like I love watching those but people think like oh I'm gonna eat exactly like her so I can get a butt just like her or like I'm gonna work out exactly like her so I can get abs just like her or something but it doesn't work like that right like they are they are they can be a good thing if you have Mm -hmm. if they're to the right people but if like somebody that has a negative relationship with food sees that and it's kind of like oh oh I need to eat exactly that but you shouldn't because it's not your body. You might be hungrier. You might not be as hungry. You might not like the things she's eating. Yeah. So again, same thing with food. Like you have to do what's best for you or else it's not going to last. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I used to look at those videos and I would think like, oh my God, I'm eating way more than this person is throughout the day. Or like I'm eating way less or something, or like my meals are so much like less healthy or something like that. Like I was just constantly comparing, you know? Yeah. And that's another thing too, is like, starting your fitness journey you cannot compare yourself like you can't compare yourself to your friend you shouldn't compare yourself to people on Instagram like that's that's just a huge part of it because if you keep comparing yourself you're you're never going to be good enough for yourself you can only compare yourself to who you were yesterday or who you were last week because that's where you're really going to see like wow like I am doing great like I'm doing way better than I thought I could ever do so that would be another big tip that I would say for people is to just, it's hard. It's easier said than done. I I get that, but just try to quit the comparison and cut out things that, that make it easier for you to do that. 
Yeah. So like what, what are good ways to quit the comparison? Cause I know I struggle with that too. Like every time I'm in the gym, like I'm always looking at someone or even like through social media. So like what, how do you cope with the comparison? Um, so I don't have as much of a problem with it now as I used to. Um, I think for Instagram in general, you don't have to unfollow the people, but the mute button is pretty good because yeah. it does, you might not dislike them, but if it's bad for you to be looking at something like that, then you probably shouldn't be looking at it all the time and you can mute them. And then if you, for some reason, want to go see a workout that they post or something like that, you can search it up, but not seeing that every day, I think is probably helpful. I mean, you can unfollow them. It's, it's all up to you, but I think that social media makes it really easy to compare ourselves. Um, and then in the gym, I just think it's important to remember, like you, you are where you are and you can't be looking at the girl that's super muscular, how she looks, how you want to look, because she might have been working out for five years and this might be your like day two. And she did not look like that when she first started out either. So you just have to think about the fact that you will get there if you keep putting in the time and the effort and the energy but, um, but I'm sure she has her insecurities too, you know, so yeah. we all have our things. <laughs> we're not, none of us think to ourselves, like we're so perfect all the time. And I think we all compare ourselves. Yeah, no, that's true. I think we, we always forget that like other people th- probably think the same way about themselves that we think about ourselves. So like when you see that girl that you like get jealous of the way she looks or like her appearance or like her body or something like that like you have to remember that there's things within herself too that she's probably super insecure about right. like, she, yeah exactly and she might have like a big butt and you're like oh that's I I want I want mine to look like that too yeah but then she might look at you and be like oh well her thighs are so thin and I want mine to look like that so mm-hmm. it's kind of like there's no winning for anybody you know what yeah. I mean? yeah exactly. we can't do that to ourselves we have to get out of our get out of that you know yeah it's like a really vicious cycle I feel like no matter what, it's so hard to pull yourself out of it. But I think like once you become aware that you're doing it, it's a lot easier to notice and be like, oh, okay, so I'm comparing myself to this person. I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to like put it all into perspective, you know? Right. Yeah, no, exactly. And even just kind of like, I like to say affirmations to myself too in the mornings and kind of like taking a step back when you're in, in that kind of mindset, because as I said, it's so, I could talk here until I'm blue in the face and be like, this is how to stop comparing but until you kind of realize it for yourself and, and like mm-hmm. think about it for yourself, you're, it's hard. You're not going to get out of that cycle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's a really good point. So you touched on consistency and like, what has been the biggest thing to keep you consistent with in the gym and with living a healthier lifestyle and everything? Yeah. Um, so my, my thing is, is that I personally make time for myself in my schedule like you have to treat yourself like you're making an appointment with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like think about, think that, oh, I'm going to go meet a friend. Even you wouldn't cancel on your friend just out of the blue, just because you didn't feel like going. I mean, maybe you would, but not all the time. Yeah. Um, so you have to kind of think of it like that. Like, oh, this is my time for myself. So I personally get up early because I know that's the time that I'm going to be most likely to work out. I know that if I come home from work, because I'm a teacher, if I come home from work, I'm going to be exhausted. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So kind of just taking that time for myself out of the day and being like, okay, this is my time. I'm going to come home after I'm going to drink my coffee. I'm going to put on some music and it's going to be a great day afterwards. I think that kind of helps me keep consistent. So even just having something to look forward to after the gym or at the gym, 
um, is a good thing. And also even just having like someone to hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. So whether you tell them that you're going or whether it's a workout partner or um, taking classes with somebody, I think that helps you be more consistent too. Yeah, definitely going somebody. I know that like when I first started working out, like I was lucky enough to start like really when I got into the gym and everything to start with a trainer. So like having those weekly sessions every week with her were like definitely, I mean, obviously I was paying for it. So I was going to go no matter what, but just having that person there that's relying on you and like putting time into their schedule to meet with you is really important. Yeah. And I mean, if you can afford a trainer, that's a great way to keep yourself consistent or even yeah. like taking like a, a workout class, like solid core or cycle bar or something like that, where you kind of put the money into it and you're like, oh, well now I have to go. So yeah. if you can do that, then that is a good way also to keep yourself going. Yeah, exactly. So like, cause I know like one thing that I've noticed a lot with women that are wanting to get into the gym, like they're wanting to start weightlifting, working out and stuff, but they just don't even know where to start. So like what methods would you try or like tactics that you would give someone or like um, inspiration to kind of help them figure out how to even start or like what to even do when they're in the gym? Yeah. Okay. So I 100% um, recommend using an app or some kind of like workout program because that's what I did. And that I, I don't think I would have gotten to be where I am now if I hadn't done that because a lot of the programs like that, they show you how to do each exercise and they're, they're built to progress you along in the right way. You can log your weights. You can see how you did last week compared to this week. And I think that helps you learn so much because you can watch the videos. You can um, just have all of that right at the tip of your fingers. And um, it's a really, really good starting point. So even like me, I'm a coach, you could get a coach or somebody like that um, to help you even learn. So it's really intimidating to start if you have never stepped foot in a gym or maybe you were like grew up an athlete in high school because even then like sometimes you know your sport but you don't really know much about weightlifting or the gym and things like that um so I think that's a good starting point and also taking classes like a lot of classes help you learn the basic moves um of you know just different things in the the um, instructors will come around and help you with your form and things like that. So just getting comfortable, however you feel is best. Yeah, exactly. I think one thing, like everything you said was great. And then one thing that also helped me when I was first starting out is I was like, I would look at other people mm -hmm. and I would see like, oh, they're doing that shoulder workout, you know, or they're doing that bicep workout. Like, I'm going to remember that so I can do it next time, you know? Yeah. I used to do that too. And I would even like keep notes in my phone, like, mm -hmm. and I would go back and home and look it up and be like, okay, like, so this is how I do it. And yeah. then being in a mirror in front of a gym and you can see yourself and just kind of like, okay, so like I am doing it right. Or I need mm -hmm. to work on it. Um, yeah. That's a really, really good point. <laughs> yeah. So like, I know it's really intimidating being in the gym. So like, what's your best method to not get intimidated, especially when you're just starting out? I would say for me personally, I like to wear something that I feel comfortable and confident in. So for me, it's a matching set. It might not be like that for everybody. It might be like your favorite pair of leggings or um, just anything that you feel personally confident in and even comfortable in, um, I think helps going in. Um, and I would also say is like we were talking about earlier is that nobody's looking at you. Um, 
they're all too consumed in their in themselves and if they are looking at you like that's weird like you know they shouldn't be um so don't worry about that because you know you're consumed in yourself and worrying and then i'm sure that they are too so just uh, i forget about them (laughs) i would also say like start where you're comfortable like you do not have to go in and go to the squat rack throw some heavy um throw a heavy barbell on your back and do squats. Like when I started, I went into the most secluded room I could find in the little corner with my yoga mat and Mm -hmm. I got a dumbbell and I did whatever I wanted to do there. And it was a great starting point. And there's absolutely no shame in doing that either. Like you are moving your body and you are doing a great job. You showed up for yourself. So start where you're comfortable. Like you don't, don't have to be like, Mm this buff person is just starting out and I don't think anybody expects you to be either yeah Um, yeah and then I I would also say like also like I said is like taking classes is a good way to gain confidence um and even like if you're not comfortable going to a gym um start at home like YouTube has so many resources uh you could buy some dumbbells for yourself I know a lot of uh even uh workout apps have at home programs because Mm -hmm. of like the pandemic and everything. So um, really just starting where you're comfortable. And if you're not comfortable at the gym, that's totally fine too. Just find a way to start moving your body and you will eventually work your way up to it. Yeah, no, starting at home is a really great point. That's like where I started before, like I met my trainer and everything. Like Mm -hmm. I would just go on YouTube and literally search up like ab workout or yeah arm workout for at home like no equipment or something and like it had so many so many videos out there where you can just start wherever you are yeah there's there's literally there's so many resources and it's mm-hmm. it's amazing and I think people should totally utilize them yeah and then you touched on like workout outfits and stuff like what name brands like where where do you usually get yours because that's like something I'm always looking for oh, yeah <laughs> so I love third love um they have really cute sets and I'm also, I do like Gymshark. Um, I'm not like a huge Gymshark girl, but they have some really cute stuff. And yeah. lately, okay, these aren't super workouty, but I do work out in them. Um, the Airy Crossover Leggings. Okay. I don't know if you've seen them, but they are the softest, most comfortable thing I've ever worn in my life. So like if you're, I don't know if I would like do like a really hard workout in them, but like going for a walk and things like that, I swear by them. I need to get a pair in every single color. <laughs> Are they the ones, I think I've seen those, like, they're the ones that have, like, the kind of cross, like, the, where they make more of a V along the waist, they're high-waisted. Yeah, and they're yeah. so cool. They have, like, the ones that they're calling flare leggings, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I know them as yoga pants, but, yeah. um, but they, I think, are the same material, and I've been wanting to try those ones out, too, but, um, yeah, I think I would say, as far as, like, workout sets go, Third Love is probably my favorite. They have some really cute, comfortable stuff. I haven't heard of third love I'll have to look at them yeah yeah I'm I'm always looking for like workout sets or like cute stuff to wear to the gym or even just like around the house so those are those are good oh yeah I know know. yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then how do you think like because like you gave all these tips on how you can gain confidence or like have the confidence to start working out but then how do you think working out has led you to be more confident like you notice any difference yeah. Oh, 100, 100%. Um, and it's not just like in my body, like mm-hmm. I am more confident in my body than I was, um, because I work out, but mm-hmm. it goes way beyond the physicals. Like it is amazing. Like I'm 
a little bit nerdy, but like it is the best feeling when like you go up in a weight. Like I used to only be able to bench press or like with dumbbells, like with a five and five in each hand. So a total of 10. And now I can go to the bar and I feel like I just feel so awesome just being underneath the bar and putting plates on my barbell and being able to bench, you know, so much more than that. So I feel like just seeing that you can grow and that all that your body is capable and all that you are capable of is a confidence booster in itself. And I also think that when you show up for yourself day in and day out, you kind of build that trust with yourself. Mm -hmm. You're like, wow, like, look at me. I have gone and I told myself I was going to go to the gym three days a week. And I went four days this week. And you kind of get to like, see like that you can really do it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a great confidence booster too. Yeah, no. And like, that goes back to your quote that you said at the beginning, where it's like, when you show up for yourself every day, like, I mean, you don't have to work out every day, but, but just by like moving your body in some way on a daily basis and like forming that into a habit, like will lead you to where you want to be. Where like, when you're looking at those girls in the gym that you admire, or like people on Instagram that you admire, like that's your way of getting to that point is just by showing up to for yourself every single day. Right. Exactly. And it's, it's just baby steps. And like, that's the thing with, that's my big thing. Like with my clients is I'm always like, you need to just start where you're going to enjoy it because Mm -hmm. like, then you're going to do it more. Like, like you have to set easier, easier goals for yourself that you can Mm -hmm. easily achieve. And you can, like I said, build that trust in yourself. And if you enjoy it, it's going to be so much easier to do. And you're going to enjoy the journey so much more. Yeah, exactly. And there's like, a certain empowering aspect that comes from when you like stick to those small little tasks and then also like when you like you said before when you notice yourself progressively like being able to lift a little bit more or like do the thing that you weren't able to do when you first started you know that's like a really empowering feeling right and it doesn't have to be just in weightlifting like it can be in yoga like I took a yoga class the other day and I'm like wow how cool would it be to do um I think it was like the crow where like you're on oh yeah (laughs) And like, so even something like that, like you you can progress in any type of fitness that you do. And I think that by seeing that progression, you Mm -hmm. just become so much more confident. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. What kind of balance do you create for yourself between like working out, eating healthy and then taking time to rest? Cause like, I know that's one thing that I really struggle with where like when I get set into a routine and I work out every single, like if I take a week where I work out six days a week, I don't want to take that rest day because I'm like, oh, I, I just worked out the last six days. I, I don't want to keep the momentum going. So like, how do you create that balance for yourself? Yeah, I think that's really hard. And that is honestly something I struggle with too, because I know for me, like, I just love the feeling after I work out. So like, I, I do get up really early. I, I get up at 4.30 in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, and my boyfriend's always like, like, can you just like sleep in? And I'm like, well, but I feel so good afterwards. And it's hard because like you do, your body needs rest. Um, so I think I've found that in kind of like, I don't have to go hard every single day at the gym. Like Mm -hmm. it is wonderful to just go for a walk outside. And that's not like, that is okay to do. If you still want to move your body, like you can still do that but don't overexert yourself. Like go for a 15, 30 hour walk and enjoy it, put in a podcast. Or I've also been doing yoga on Sundays. So it's like a great stretch and it's a great way to um, 
like go with a friend and do something mm -hmm. social at the same time. So I would say you don't have to just be a couch potato. Like I know for me, I don't think I could lay on the couch. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just, my mind is just, I'm always having to do something. Yeah. So I think that a lot of the time people associate rest with just like doing absolutely nothing, mm -hmm. but you don't have to do that. Do something small for yourself and you know, something that's just going to make you feel a little bit better if that's what you need to do. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause I know like, um, when I say that I'm going to take a rest day, like I can't just sit and do nothing all day. I have to do at least some type of activity or like something active and like going for a walk. And I've been doing yoga more too. Um, so that's a cool similarity. <laughs> um, cause like, it just, just something small and little that is just less intense on your body is super good. And then, um, I think like I've noticed is that now I'm at the point where I like get kind of feel guilty if I don't go to the gym you know or like don't do something so yeah well guilt is such a hard thing to deal with too but you have to realize like like you're gonna you will hurt yourself if you overexert mm -hmm. yourself like your muscles can only take so much and it's not going to help you in the long run if you if you don't rest like you need to rebuild that muscle and you need that time so if you really want to make progress you have to rest um yeah. and there's nothing to feel guilty about even though I know that's that is something that's very in a lot of people's heads. Like I know that's in my head all the time too. Yeah. But you just have to re remember that. Like even the the fittest people that you see do rest too. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of it's like hard to remember sometimes, but it's still like it's so hard to remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So what other things do you do besides like the gym, working out, and yoga? You said to like help keep you sane and like help just make your life better and your days better? Um, so I, right now it's hard because the winter time is so cold. I don't know where you live, but where I am, it's really cold. Um, so it can be hard, but um, hanging out with friends, obviously going out and doing things. I'm a big foodie, so I love going out to eat, trying new um, restaurants. And I also really like to bake and things like that. Like I've kind of gotten into it, like yeah. not not always healthy recipes. A lot of the time I like to try to find like healthier alternatives to recipes, um, quote unquote healthy. I mean, more nutritious, I guess is a better word to say it, but yeah. it's just like kind of, kind of fun to like experiment. And since I like food so much, it's like fun to do. Um, mm -hmm. and I also have been getting into reading and I've been trying to journal more, but I know it's like a big thing. I don't know. I've been trying. <laughs> no, journaling, like I used to, probably if you asked me like six months ago to start journaling I would have been like no like that's no. cringy I don't want to do that like I just something in me was like no absolutely not but then once I like like you said make make a small little habit of it every day I told myself like oh, I'll just do it for three minutes or five minutes and then now yeah. it's like part of my day and like I can't go without it you know right and I think people sometimes overcomplicate it like oh you should journal for however long in the morning and do all these things in your morning routine and mm -hmm. I think at one point I kind of like got too caught up in that and I'm like wait this mm -hmm. doesn't work for me like you like again you kind of have to do what works for you so I have been journaling like I like to write down three things I'm grateful for in the mornings mm -hmm. and um and I think that really helps just kind of like start your day off like with something good and it doesn't have to be anything long just something little that might make you feel a little bit better yeah you made a good point about morning routines because I know um on Instagram there's like all these videos of like my morning routine and it looks so aesthetic and it's like them making a green smoothie and waking up super early and like journaling and doing like meditating and doing all these other things. So like, what is your morning routine? Like what does a typical morning 
look like for you? Because I feel like a lot of the stuff that people post is not there every day. I know. I think that a lot of people have good intentions and I think it can be very inspirational, but I also think that it can cause that comparison that we talked about. Um, because my morning routine, I've tried to make those yeah. videos before. I will admit, I have tried and I, they don't, they don't look like that. Yeah. Um, so I usually, I get up at like 4.30 and I, like I said, I love to eat. So if I don't eat anything in the morning, I'm like so cranky. So I have a little snack and I drink pre-workout and then I go to the gym and I do like to go in the sauna for like five minutes. The sauna mm-hmm. has a lot of benefits. I love it. Um, if you haven't tried it, you should definitely try it. Yeah. But I, then I do that and I come home, shower. Like I said, I write down three things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I eat my breakfast and drink my coffee and then I'm out. So I yeah. don't have a whole lot of time. Like I make with it what I can, but I can't get up any earlier than 4.30. Like 4.30 is pushing it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, and I, it's still dark. Like it is still dark when I am awake. So it's like... I seeing all these like aesthetic morning routines and like me if I ever try to record it I'm like well here I am in my dark hole like this mm-hmm. doesn't work yeah you can't even see me in the video <laughs> yeah. and also like I also think it's like like you said like the smoothies I think it's important to know like you do not have to drink a smoothie when you wake up in the morning like mm-hmm. I know me personally like that was something I tried to do and I was like oh like it'll be good if I have a smoothie a smoothie in the morning does not keep me full like I have yeah. to have some carbs and some subsidy like, yeah can't say the word <laughs> substance to my food um which a smoothie is great if that's what's good for you but also like you you do don't just make a smoothie mm-hmm. because you see everybody on instagram having a green smoothie for breakfast like if that doesn't fill you up don't eat it <laughs> no i definitely like i can't have a smoothie yeah. <laughs> i recently saw that you joined the fun on weekdays yes Okay, so how did that go? Like, and you said that you just moved to a new city and like you're trying to make friends. So tell me about that. And how do you, how are you doing that? Yeah, so and that's actually really interesting. Um, so I listened to Jenna Palak's Fun on Weekdays podcast um, and she has like a Facebook group for it. So I recently moved um, to a new city with my boyfriend in August and I came from like my college town where I had so many friends and mm-hmm. now it's like, I don't really know anybody. And um so I had tried Bumble BFF. It is, it's definitely a good app and I think it could work, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of awkward because it's literally like dating. Like you go and you meet a person. I said to somebody, it's like dating, but like you have to pay for the bill. Like yeah. <laughs> you can even maybe get free food out of it, but it could be awkward. And sometimes it is awkward. Mm-hmm. And I had met some people through there, um, but you know, like didn't, nothing really stuck. So um in Jenna's Facebook group, I, there was like an Excel sheet someone had made, which was so cool. And it was like a list of a bunch of cities, um, that had like group meets for each of them. And Richmond was on there. So I was like, Oh, like no way. Cause like Richmond's not a super big city, but I was like, Oh, let me join. So I had joined and there were so many girls in it and they were all so sweet. So we were on Saturday. They're like, Oh, like let's meet up and get drinks and brunch and stuff. And it was honestly so much better because it was like a group of people. So like you might not have gotten along with everybody or like hit it off with everybody, but there were so many people and the conversation didn't die. It wasn't awkward. And it was so much fun. Like I, I totally recommend if you are in a city that you should join her Facebook group because it was really cool. I think it was like a great way to meet people. Yeah. After like, I saw your post about it, I went on and I'm in Boulder and they had one in Denver. So I joined their group and they're, they're actually doing something this Saturday. 
Yeah. I'm debating on going and I wanted to get your feedback on it just to like, see if it's something. No, yeah, you should totally go. Like you, I realize like you have to put yourself out there. Like it's kind of scary, Mm -hmm. especially going by yourself. You're like, oh, like what if they don't like me? But like if they're going, like everybody's obviously in the same position. Everybody wants to meet new people. Mm -hmm. So nobody's gonna be mean, you know. Like the worst sentence is like you don't do it again. But Mm -hmm. it was worth it to me. It was really fun. (laughs) And it is so amazing to me that like you can meet people now, like just through the internet like that. Like 10 years ago like I was afraid of like talking to people on the internet and now it's just so cool that there's like so many ways to meet new people I know that is a really that's like one benefit I think like through social media and like the internet and everything is just that it like it connected us and then it just can connect any you to pretty much anyone so yeah, yeah. really really cool I also tried Bumble BFF too, but I didn't, I didn't have any luck with it. It was like, it's just like, I feel like a lot of the girls that were on it were like looking for Instagram followers or just like, you would talk to them on the app a little bit, but then it would never turn into anything. So. Right. And it's, it's so much harder because it's like, it's just one person. So it's like, it's harder to click with just one person than versus if you're going out with like your options are bigger with your group. So. Yeah, that's a really good resource. I'm glad that you um, posted about it because like, yeah. you know, whoever good. listens to you it, have to let me know. Out. Yeah, I'm so uh, sorry. You're <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'll have to um, let me know if you go and how it goes. Yeah, I will for sure. Yeah, that's, it's really cool. And like, I had never heard of her podcast either before you said it. So that's awesome. It's pretty good. I like it. I'm a yeah. big podcast girl. <laughs> And then do you have any like books, other podcasts, like YouTube channels that you'd recommend for people to go check out either like fitness related or just personal related, like anything that inspires you? Um, thanks. So as for podcasts go, cause like, as I said, I'm a very big podcast girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like, let me, hold on. Let me just check out my podcast really quick. I have a couple that come to mind, but um, I really like, Alana Bloomberg's she has morning ray podcast I like hers it's kind of like more wellnessy and mm-hmm. uh, things like that more so than fitness um I'm into like a lot of the wellness podcasts um I like hers I like I can't even think um I like Jenna Palax as I said um sorry I can't even think of any right now but um okay. those two podcasts are pretty good her healthful has a really good podcast too a lot of them are wellness because it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of hard to talk about fitness, like mm-hmm. in a podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wellness is kind of like a, a broader, more broad topic. Um, mm-hmm. So both of them are good. And as for books, I am not necessarily a big, like, I like fiction books. So I'm not necessarily big on like reading nonfiction. Um, right now I am reading one called The Genius Habit. And it's about like finding the, your right career and like workplace because personally, I don't think teaching is the right career for me. So it's actually interesting. It's like, I know a lot of 20 somethings like come out of college and don't really know what they want to do with their lives. So if you're in that position, I feel like that this book is really good. And it kind of shows you like, you're not stuck. Like there's like a lot of things you can do and how to find like what you really might want to do with your life. So not fitness related, but definitely like self-development. Yeah, no, that's a really good tip because I'm, I'm graduating college in May and I literally have no idea what I'm going to do. So 
And no, I don't but... think anybody does. Like, no. <laughs> like I went to college and I got my master's degree and I thought like, oh yeah, teaching is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And like, mm-hmm. here I am. I'm like, oh, but I don't think it is actually. Yeah. And I think it's, like, it's, that's totally normal. Even though we don't, we don't feel like it is like in the moment, but yeah. what is your major? Um, I'm a poli-sci major oh, with a cool. business minor. So yeah, but like everybody usually with poli sci goes on to law school and I've like thought about it but I'm like I don't know <laughs> yeah it's hard law school stuff <laughs> that's hard but um but yeah I know that's like something that I see a lot and it goes back to the comparison thing where like I'm scrolling through LinkedIn and I see that all these people like oh I'm excited to announce that I got this job or I'm excited to announce that I got this internship and this stuff and it just looks like everybody always has everything all put together and like they know exactly what they're going to do and they have the perfect plan and stuff but it's just not the reality no because people only post the good things like I'm not going to get on my Facebook like I'll post like when I got a new job I like posted on Facebook for my family I'm like oh I'm going to be teaching here I'm not going to go post on there and be like oh I hate my life I yeah you know what I mean but that's just the reality of it and I think you got to tell yourself that like especially on LinkedIn like yes people are only going to post their accomplishments they're not going to post yeah exactly (laughs) yeah that's a really good point well that's all my questions and thank you so much for coming on the podcast this is a really great conversation and I'm glad we were able to talk yeah thank you so much for having me this was so much fun um I I love your podcast I was listening I had listened to like binge all your episodes and everything so thank you (laughs) I I love it and I love like your like everything that you're about so thank you so much thank you thank you so much for coming on this was really great and then what are some, where can people find you? Like what are your Instagram, YouTube, uh, website? Yeah, so I'm on um, Instagram and TikTok as at Health by Sarah. They had Sarah was taken because it's such a common name. So it's just <laughs> And then YouTube is just my name, Sarah Hanshaw. I don't have too many subscribers, but I have a lot of fun with it. So <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's a, I think social media lets you just got to have fun with it. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome.